From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, Bear County Judge Nelson Wolf and others send a letter to San Antonio's mayor condemning the Alamo redevelopment plan. Talk of new COVID restrictions in one part of Texas. I'm ABC's Jim Ryan. The story is coming up. Nancy Pelosi is lined up for another term as House Speaker on Capitol Hill. And the middle seat on the airplane will stay empty for at least a little longer on one major airline. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Overnight, low clouds. The overnight low 50 in the hill country, 55 along the Riverwalk. Thursday, low clouds giving way to sunshine, high 79. Thursday night will be mild with partly cloudy skies in the evening, followed by late night low clouds, low 53 in the hill country, 59 along the Riverwalk. I'm Drew Shannon with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. This is Texas News Radio. Bear County Judge Nelson Wolf and two others send a scathing letter to the mayor concerning Alamo Plaza. The letter blasts City Council for going along with the state's plan to fence off Alamo Plaza. Judge Wolf, former Mayor Phil Hartberger, and Phil Backey, former member of the Alamo Citizens Advisory Committee, say the story of the Alamo can be told without, quote, fencing us out. They're also upset that no action has been taken to protect the historic Woolworth building. Wolf, Hardberger, and Backy are urging City Council to carefully review the Alamo plan and take these concerns under consideration. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. Bars in Bear County may close again as soon as early December if the coronavirus positivity rate doesn't calm down. The COVID-19 Community Response Coalition recommended the closures if the county's positivity rate hits 10% for two straight weeks. As of Monday, the rate reached 9.4%. Bear County Judge Nelson Wolf will follow the agency's recommendations. The bars reopened last month after being shut down since spring. President-elect Joe Biden Wednesday addressed a virtual roundtable of frontline health workers and says things will change when he takes office. Joe Biden telling health care professionals he hopes Senate Republicans are blocking COVID relief to their cities for only one reason. Because of their fear of retribution from the president, And hopefully when he's gone, they'll be more willing to do what they know should be done. President Trump says he won't bail out what he calls Democrat states and cities that can't pay first responders because of the pandemic. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. Nancy Pelosi Wednesday won another term as Speaker of the House. Newly re-elected House Speaker Nancy Pelosi expressing excitement about working with President-elect Joe Biden in the White House. I'm very honored. I'm, I'm actually, I was kind of emotional earlier because of some of the things that were said in nomination. Pelosi will now serve as speaker for another two years. And as Deliquitera, ABC News, Washington. There's concern college students returning home from campus for the holiday next week could bring the uh, coronavirus with them home. Stella Piasecki is making the best of her sophomore year at Skidmore College. I definitely feel a lot more comfortable knowing that everyone is getting tested once a week. Research shows more than half of transmissions in the U.S. are from young asymptomatic people. Dr. David Paul Thiel is with the Yale School of Public Health. What we don't want to have happen is for Thanksgiving to be an event where a whole bunch of silent spreaders get unleashed on the nation's airports and train stations and Thanksgiving dining tables. Laura Podesta, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. An afternoon slump left stock indexes broadly lower, erasing early gains as traders worried anew about the rapid spread of the coronavirus in the U.S. The S&P 500 lost 1.2%. 
Small company stocks had been headed for another record high after Pfizer and BioNTech reported updated data suggesting their potential COVID vaccine may be 95% effective. But then the major indexes turned lower in afternoon trading and the losses accelerated after New York City said it would close its public schools to in-person learning again as infections continue to rise there. The Dow closed 345 points lower, the broader S&P 500 down 42, the Nasdaq lost 98 points. Apple will pay $113 million to settle the latest case alleging that the company duped consumers by deliberately slowing down older iPhones to help extend the life of their batteries. The payment announced in Arizona. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. The Trump campaign is seeking a partial recount in Wisconsin. The Trump campaign requested recounts in two Wisconsin counties, Milwaukee and Dane, their home respectively to Milwaukee and Madison, the state's two largest cities. Both went overwhelmingly for Joe Biden and both have the largest shares of the state's black population. The Trump campaign alleged illegally altered absentee ballots, but courts and election officials have previously rejected those claims. The Milwaukee County Election Commission told ABC News we will have the recount and we will show that all of the allegations are without warrant. That's ABC's Aaron Katursky. Despite a constant drumbeat of advice about hand washing, social distancing, and mask usage, the number of coronavirus infections in and around Houston continues to rise. Harris County, Texas seemed to be turning a corner, but since late September, says County Executive Linda Hidalgo, the number of average daily new cases has increased. 250%. But among business people, the consensus seems clear. We can't go through another lockdown. It's going to put everybody out in the street. Hidalgo says the approach of flu season terrifies her. Unless folks take the steps right now that we need them to take, there's going to have to be some sort of action. Her options are limited, though. No community may exceed the governor's COVID restrictions. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. John Hagee has returned to Cornerstone Church after spending 15 days in the hospital with double pneumonia. The 80-year-old megachurch pastor tested positive for COVID-19 last month. We have a vaccine. The name is Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Let him sweep through this country and heal the righteous. Hagee prayed and chatted with his son, Matt, who has been delivering the sermons as his father recovers from the virus. If you're planning on flying anytime in the next few months, one major airline announced Wednesday that it'll be blocking seats well into 2021. Months ago, United and American quietly stopped blocking middle seats. Southwest announced it will stop blocking middle seats on December 1st. Alaska has said it will do it until at least early January. Now Delta saying it will keep blocking middle seats until at least March 30th. Airlines that are unblocking them say they need to make the revenue from those seats and that blocking them may not do much to actually prevent the spread of COVID-19 if everybody on board is wearing a mask. Alex Stone, EBC News. He tried to pull the old don't you know who I am bit with police, but it didn't work. The husband of Joe Exotic TV's Tiger King has been arrested for drunk driving in Travis County. Dylan Passage was driving in Maynard early Sunday when police pulled him over because his rear lights were off. It became obvious to the officer that Passage had been drinking. The red eyes and slurred speech were a dead giveaway. Passage admitted to the officer that he may be a bit intoxicated after having a few beers at a bar. He also thought he was in a town 60 miles north of Maynard and that it was 7 p.m., not 1.30 a.m. He probably thought that... He was going to get off easy when he told police he was married to Joe Exotic, but he'll have to tell it to the judge. Passage was charged with DWI, bond set at $3,000. John Morgan, KTSA News. This is Texas News Radio. 
I'm James Pledger, and the NBA draft is tonight as the San Antonio Spurs have their highest pick since picking number one overall in 1997 when they selected Tim Duncan. Tonight, the Spurs hold the 11th pick. Tune into the Blitz tonight from 6 to 6.30 for our silver and black NBA draft coverage brought to you by the Mellow Mushroom. ESPN radio coverage will start at 6.30 following the Blitz. Also today on the Blitz, former San Antonio Spur Antonio Daniels will be joining to talk Spurs and draft today at 5 o'clock. In other Spurs news, the team gave qualifying offers to Quindary Weatherspoon, Jakob Pertl, and Drew Eubanks as they now are restricted free agents and the Spurs can match any offer they receive. In college football news, the 22nd-ranked Texas Longhorns game this Saturday with the Kansas Jayhawks has been postponed due to COVID-19 within the Jayhawks program. The game is scheduled to be made up on December the 12th. In college shoots, the Texas A&M Aggies have opted out of the crossover classic and will not play their game against 15th-ranked West Virginia November the 25th due to concerns over the coronavirus pandemic. And finally, Major League Baseball, the Houston Astros and Sugarland Skeeters have reached an agreement for the Skeeters to become the Astros' new AAA affiliate. The deal also gives the Astros an ownership stake in the Skeeters. I'm James Pledger for 1250 ESPN San Antonio and 94.5 FM. for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, a new study suggests as many as one in six Texans have been infected with coronavirus. Texas Senator Ted Cruz is not thrilled with a recent White House firing. A San Antonio megachurch pastor returns after a long illness. People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. I'm Steve Kathan. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. One of the president's closest Senate allies Wednesday said the Trump administration should end his block on giving President-elect Joe Biden intelligence briefings. Senator Lindsey Graham joining a growing list of Republicans telling President Trump it's time to share critical information with President-elect Biden. The president is contesting the election, and I would urge him to give intel briefings to Biden. Uh, to Joe Biden. President Trump continuing to block intelligence access and legally allowed transition funds. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. A retired top general calls the Trump administration's plans to reduce U.S. troops to 2,500 in each Iraq and Afghanistan political and says it could endanger Americans. There's no merit to this. None. None. General John Allen at the Global Security Forum in Washington said the abrupt decision puts the Biden administration in an awkward position. The more of these kinds of consequential decisions that are made late in the Trump administration breaks up the continuity that would normally occur from one administration to another. It forecloses options that the Biden administration might have had. I I will simply tell you it's very difficult once troops come out troops back in. He also said it could endanger thousands of American contractors in both regions. That CBS's Cami McCormick. Pastor John Hagee returns to Cornerstone Church as he recovers from COVID-19. The 80-year-old pastor spent 15 days in the hospital with double pneumonia. I'm sitting in this chair today as a testimonial to the healing power of Jesus Christ. Pastor John Hagee told the crowd at Cornerstone Church Sunday, We have a vaccine. The name is Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Hagee tested positive for COVID-19 last month. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. A man was taken to the hospital in an ambulance after he crashed into an ambulance. 
At around 1 o'clock Wednesday morning, the man was speeding through the intersection of Babcock and Wurzbach. He didn't stop in time to avoid rear-ending the ambulance that was at the stoplight. The man was pinned inside his vehicle and firefighters had to cut him out of his car. Once he was out and on his way to the hospital, crews began work cutting his car away from the ambulance because there was a patient inside that ambulance. The patient and the driver of that ambulance suffered injuries in the crash and were taken to an area hospital. A rising Hollywood star gets a top pop culture honor. It's not an Oscar, but it's a big deal. I lived my entire life waiting for this moment. I trained, I lied, I killed. And Black Panther actor Michael B. Jordan says it's cool that he was selected as People Magazine's sexiest man alive. He is the third black actor in a row to get the honor. Jordan is 33 years old, and he is single. Steve Kathan, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. From EBC News, Tech Trends. I'm Alex Stone. First there were Snapchat stories, then Instagram stories. Now Twitter is rolling out fleets. Carissa Bell covers social media for Engadget. She says fleets aren't a completely new idea. It's supposed to be short for your fleeting thoughts, uh, but essentially it's stories. It's Twitter's version of Instagram stories or, or Snapchat stories. It's posts that disappear after 24 hours. She says one reason for the new feature could have to do with the fact that only a small portion of Twitter users actually post on the platform. Twitter seems to think that this is because maybe there's too much pressure associated with with a permanent tweet or people don't know what to say. And so if you have something that is ephemeral, then maybe it can remove some of that pressure. Adding that it's worked well for other platforms. It's just kind of become a new uh, paradigm of, you know, how, how people are used to expect to post on, on social networks. With Tech Trends of Alex Stone, EBC News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Republicans in Congress are being pressed to weigh in on President Trump's firing of the top administration official in charge of election cybersecurity. The firing after that official debunked some of the president president's false claims about election fraud. Some Senate Republicans breaking with President Trump over Chris Krebs firing. Here's Ted Cruz. From everything I saw, it appeared that that, that he did, a, did an able job uh, in, in a difficult and important role. Some of the president's allies maintain the president has the right to have whoever he wants working for him. Inez Deliquitera, ABC News, Washington. A new study concludes COVID-19 has been far more widespread than thoughts in one of the nation's biggest states. While Texas has officially had just over 1 million coronavirus cases, researchers estimate at least four times as many people have caught the virus. Experts at the University of Texas at Austin say one out of every six Texans, roughly 4.75 million people, have contracted COVID-19 based on a statistical analysis. It indicates the virus is spreading rapidly and so far has infected nearly 20% of the people in the Lone Star State. Jim Crisula, CBS News. The story of a San Antonio boy who lost his parents to COVID-19 is making national news. Four-year-old Raiden Gonzalez is being raised by his grandmother who talked to Inside Edition. They were a very um, loving family. I mean, it was all about love and always laughing and everything, having a good time. They were all inseparable. Raiden's father died in June after contracting COVID-19. His mother died uh, last month. Raiden's grandmother is planning a dinosaur-themed drive through birthday party for Raiden the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Details at KTSA.com. A year and a half after the planes were grounded following two deadly crashes, the FAA 
As now declared, the Boeing 737 MAX can return to the sky. This comes after a 20-month grounding. That is the longest of any commercial aircraft in history. The FAA declaring the 737 MAX safe to fly, but now airlines have to get to work. They have to update the now rebuilt software on board their planes. They have to get the planes physically ready to fly again after being in storage for close to two years. And they have to train their pilots. American Airlines says it will be ready to fly the MAX between Miami and New York late next month. United and Southwest say they won't fly it until 2021. Alex Stone, EBC News. A city just outside Portland, Oregon, is in hot water for refusing to recognize Pearl Harbor Day. Michael Wilson is with the American Legion Post in Milwaukee, Oregon. He says the city has declined to issue a proclamation for Pearl Harbor Day. Said that they were going to possibly do Pearl Harbor Day next year, which would be the 80th anniversary. Mayor Mark Gamba says it makes more sense to do it next year. Typically, these kinds of things, we do it on the 25th or the 50th anniversary or the 100th anniversary. But the American Legion feels the denial is retribution because they refused to support a Veterans Day proclamation written by the city that included a line about war leading to climate change. Jim Ferretti for CBS News, Portland, Oregon. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Low clouds overnight, the low 50 in the hill country, 55 along the river walk. Low clouds giving way to sunshine Thursday, Thursday's high 79. Mild Thursday night, partly cloudy in the evening, followed by late night low clouds, low 53 in the hill country, 59 along the river walk. I'm Drew Shannon with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, there's a chance the county judge may shut down all bars in Bear County as coronavirus numbers continue to rise. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo pays a controversial visit to Israel. I'm Robert Berger in Jerusalem. Slower iPhones. I'm ABC's Chuck Severson. Coming up. Afraid you weren't going to hear this this year? Now you will. I'm CBS's Matt Piper. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. Bars may close again if COVID-19 numbers continue to rise. Bear County Judge Nelson Wolf is following the recommendation of the Community Response Coalition. If we have a positive rate of 10% or more for the next two weeks in a row, uh, that we should close our bars. Uh, I'm following their recommendation. Most of the bars in Bear County have been reclassified as restaurants, but this would affect bars that don't serve food. The county's positivity rate, the percentage of coronavirus test results that come back positive, has gone up to 9.4%. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. John Hagee has returned to Cornerstone Church after spending 15 days in the hospital with double pneumonia. The 80-year-old megachurch pastor tested positive for COVID-19 last month. We have a vaccine. The name is Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Let him sweep through this country and heal the righteous. Hagee prayed and chatted with his son, Matt, who has been delivering the sermons as his father recovers from the virus. He spent the last two weeks with nearly no public event, but the White House says President Donald Trump will attend the annual Thanksgiving turkey pardon Thursday. The White House pardoning tradition officially began with President George H.W. Bush. He gave the bird a reprieve, not a pardon, but saying it's all the same as long as the turkey didn't end up on the Thanksgiving table. President Trump will do it again this Thursday before the holiday. Every invited Rose Garden guest must social distance and wear a mask. The president has only been at three public events in the last two weeks and hasn't taken any questions. That's ABC's Andy Field. 
Apple's going to pay a drop in the financial bucket, at least for it, to settle another case of slower iPhones that angered many. Many owners of older iPhones remember in 2017 when they accepted what seemed like another routine software update, then experienced a markedly slower device. Apple defended its actions as a way to prevent unintended shutdowns of the older iPhones as their batteries deteriorated. Critics contended the company did it to help spur more upgrades to newer models. Now Apple will pay $113 million to settle the latest lawsuit in the case in Arizona brought by 30 states. This after a similar case was settled with California for about $500 million. Apple's profits are in the billions. That's ABC's Chuck Sievertson. Would you trade your privacy to save some money in your car insurance? Well, General Motors thinks so. If you drive safely and allow GM's OnStar service to monitor you, you can pay a lower rate. OnStar Insurance President Andrew Rose says you're not forcing anybody to give this information. Do you see yourself as reinventing insurance? We want to reinvent how it's priced, making it fairer, making it more controllable for the consumer. The insurance should be available to the general public starting next year. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. This is Texas News Radio. ABC Entertainment News. Just because you're the sexiest man alive doesn't mean your friends think you're cool. That's what Michael B. Jordan told Jimmy Kimmel after finding out he got the designation from People Magazine. That's cool to everybody else, but anybody that really knows you, that's just a, like a, just another way to, they can give jabs to you. Oh, yeah. So like, they've been, they, they were talking a lot of That's stuff. when you wish you had no friends. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It's like, with, with uh, friends like this, why do you need enemies? He did say his mom and aunts, though, were very impressed with the honor. I'm a crazy drunk flight attendant. Kaylee Cuoco's buzzy new series, The Flight Attendant, just dropped early on HBO Max. Episode 1 up now, a week ahead of its planned Thanksgiving Day premiere. Next week, two more episodes will be available. The next film in the Scream franchise officially has a name, and it'll be called Scream. Hello, Sydney. Creator Kevin Williamson made the reveal on Twitter saying filming is finished, but you won't see it until January 2022. And Metallica guitarist Kirk Hammond is 58 Wednesday. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Nearly 70 members of the Texas House are calling for the cancellation of the STAR test. Clay Robison with the Texas State Teachers Association says administering the standardized tests during a pandemic doesn't really make sense. It's just a waste of time, it's a waste of money, and it's especially wasteful now during a health emergency. 50 Democrats and 18 Republicans signed the letter written by State Representative Diego Bernal of San Antonio. Two of Bear County's largest school districts are continuing in-person teaching despite the recent resurgence in coronavirus cases. Northside and Northeast ISD are still offering classroom instruction to most students who want to return to the campus. Last week, Metro Health set the risk level for schools at moderate, meaning a recommended halt to sports and limiting in-person instruction to special needs or at-risk kids and those with no internet, but the health agency can only issue recommendations and not orders. The district officials say they believe their schools are safe enough for students to return. DPS is helping Dallas police officers combat a rise in violent crime there. Governor Greg Abbott says the Dallas Police Department requested the extra help from the state, and they're getting it. DPS is deploying several resources, including state troopers, DPS special agents, and DPS intelligence analysts. 
They're also sending the Texas Rangers, in addition to two DPS helicopters and two patrol planes to provide air support. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. America's top diplomat is winding up his term with a visit to Israel that's raising some eyebrows. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo praised recent peace deals between Israel and three Arab states during talks here in Jerusalem. These agreements open up wonderful opportunities for commerce and economic development. These agreements are important to the whole world. In a controversial break with traditional U.S. policy, Pompeo is expected to become the first Secretary of State to visit a Jewish settlement in the disputed West Bank. Robert Berger, CBS News, Jerusalem. The Great Pumpkin never showed on broadcast television this year, but thanks to a new deal, these other Charlie Brown specials will return. Have no fear. Thanks to a new PBS deal, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving and Christmas specials will return to the air instead of just being shown on Apple TV. Last month, Apple became the new home to the Peanuts holiday specials, and that sparked an outcry from hundreds of thousands of viewers who asked, why should I have to pay a subscription to watch an annual holiday tradition? Apple bowed to the backlash, and both specials will air on PBS commercial-free. Matt Piper, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio.